It is the Frank and Friends show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. <laughs> She's back. I'm back. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome back. You did come Thanks. back. I did, yeah. You didn't run away. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had enough space. I thought it was time to come back. Yeah. Well, you understand. <laughs> but you understand how, from my perspective. <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> how it might feel. If, yeah. uh, but I'm so glad that you're here. Thanks. Um, right before we started, I said... Um, if Catherine starts to look hot, um, let me know, because I didn't turn on the air conditioning in the podcast Ponderosa. I'll try not to melt. But you know what? I've been in Florida where it's really, really hot, so I'm kind of used to the heat. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we can turn on, certainly turn on the air conditioning, or uh, you might want to go outside and stick your toes in the freezing cold pool with uh, a Frank and Friends. It's upside down. Or they... <laughs> Frank and Friends. <laughs> Frank and Friends towel, which you can purchase at frankandfriendsshow.com backslash store. It is nice, though. Look at that. It is, yeah. It's huge. It's beautiful. That's the uh, the Jody Collins designed logo, like the one on the piece of art back there. And I do need to get some more summer gear. I mean, this uh, hoodie has done me well. We have a, you have some tank tops on there, right? Yeah, I don't, but I don't wear tank tops. <laughs> yeah, but I do. I meant, I meant for myself to <laughs> oh, wear. I meant, all right, well. Got to do the John Luc Picard thing. <laughs> Number one. Number one. Uh, also, we do uh, very much want you to subscribe. Um, you know, when uh, Sarah Roberto and Kira Cup and Becca James and Talish Tar were here, they each had some rando family member who, uh, who subscribed. So we're up to 650. That's amazing. And on our march to 1,000. So if you can do the Fantastic. same and, and help us out by... Smashing that button. And for notifications. And maybe, you know, not just watch it through the, the YouTube on Facebook, but actually go sign up for a YouTube account or use your Gmail account to... Subscribe. Sign up. You know what? YouTube really needs to have like a, a Facebook account option. Yeah, just so you can you know, you can, so you can easily quickly subscribe. I, I like uh, watching YouTube while I'm signed in because then it remembers I can find I can watch one second of a video and then I go back to my history later to find it again. Right. Uh, or if I want to show it to Jerry or just whatever, it's yeah. nice. Yeah. It is nice. So you're you're back. I'm back. Oh, for how many days, and then you're gone again? Yeah, I'm actually here. Well, you're here, here for two weeks, two and a half. Right. And then I'm gone for like three days. But, but we can I'm work around that. We yeah. can we can work the shooting yeah. schedule around your short business trip during That's May. Right. So as yeah. far as the show is concerned, you're going to be here all of May and June. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's Exciting. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I was in Florida for what a whole entire month. I was gone the entire month of April. Yeah. <laughs> Which was crazy. I mean, you you. <laughs> Got back to town and you performed at the Rossini Festival on the last day of April. Yep. Having just gotten into town hours earlier. Yep. And then, but you did leave like either on March thirty first or yeah. May or April first, something like that. Yeah, I think it was on. It was in March, I think. Wow. Yeah, crazy. That's a long time. Yeah. What did you do? I was out in South Florida working on a production of Tosca. Yeah. With Gulf Shore Opera, and it was crazy. Uh, I was staying out in Bonita Springs, actually, with James's aunt, who lives there. Okay, that's now. your husband's aunt. Yes. So your aunt-in-law. My aunt-in-law. Is that a thing? An aunt-in-law? It is now. Okay, cool. I mean, why wouldn't it be? Right? Yeah. Right? And you have a mother-in-law. You have a brother-in-law, sister-in-law. Right. And cousin-in-law. The, the aunt of your husband would be your... Aunt-in-law. Okay. That just sounds weird. Or your aunt-in-law. I mean, a little better. <laughs> So I don't know. Yeah. I have to look up my uh, Florida geography. I really wouldn't know where on the peninsula Bonita Springs is. It's really south, and it's two hours what west. Of... So it's not. So it's on the Gulf side. It's on the Gulf side. Not the. Say, okay. So I'm a. You go straight down seventy five. I'm an ocean side person, pretty much. Everyone I've ever kn t known 
every time I've ever been to Florida, it's pretty much been on the 95 side. Okay. Where it's like Treasure Coast or Miami or right. Palm Beach or right. Fort Lauderdale, blah, blah, blah. It's two so, hours west of Miami. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, wow. That really is far south. It's really far south. I don't know why when I heard Gulf Shore that I just assumed it was up in the Panhandle or some other place. Yeah, I know. That would make sense. But no, they, Gulf yeah. Shore is on both sides. Yeah. yeah. So, but they serve three communities. So okay. they serve Naples, S. Estero and uh, Punta Gorda. So we did three productions. That must be fun to say. Punta Gorda. Punta Gorda. <laughs> I used to listen to occasionally listen to Spanish language radio stations uh-huh. just to hear the, the say the name of the station. Nice. You know, uno zero zero punta tres. <laughs> That's punta great. Punta nueve. Like Whatever it. the number was, That's just because I don't really know the number. I only wanted to hear was the punta. <laughs> Well, the children's chorus was from Punta Gorda. <laughs> that means fat point, I'm guessing, right? Your guess is... I'm just, I don't mine, know. I'm as, you know. as far as I know, Mr. that's how much Spanish I know. <laughs> so, the children's chorus. Was there a children's chorus in, in Marble City's Tosca? I don't We recall. had one child. I yes, I remember, I remember. She was the children's chorus. Oh, okay. But in, all right, so in the story of Tosca, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to... Is it Act 2 when Tosca is uh, singing at the palace and... Yes. Scarpia is listening out the window. Yes, that would be the children's chorus. No, the children's no. chorus is in Act One at the church. At the church, when the sacristan is like getting all excited and telling everybody about the the win and the war. Like the okay. children are in there, like from are they singing, singing the Tedeum with uh, they sing Scarpia the Tedeum as well in the first act? Yeah, okay. yeah. All so right. I had about eight children that I had to to wrangle, and they were they gave me four. At the very beginning. So I, I can think of no better person. <laughs> no better children. Come here, children, I got treacle tots all free today. <laughs> I did give one of them the incense. So Oh good. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. But it was fun. They were they had a blast, but it was it was a crazy production. The first show that we did did not have the full set. And so then... Oh, so you're not doing it in a church on location. You're oh, doing it... In three different theaters. In, so you have to build a church, you have to build Scarpia's office, and you have to build the castle, castle. rooftop. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. So that was a good time. And the, I think the most surreal moment for me was actually the night before the final performance. They had scheduled the uh, set to come into the space, yeah. like that same day. Because now you're moved to the third the theater third of three. Okay, yeah. so you've got this set traveling. Yeah. Yeah. And they scheduled orchestra to be rehearsing in the pit. Yeah. You know, but they did not. Re- they did not schedule any singers to attend. No chorus. <laughs> no supers. No children. That no, seems no like principal it, singers. Seems like either an unusual plan or an oversight. <laughs> I mean, you it know, could be cutting edge. It's a little strange. Okay, not not the way things are normally done. It's a little strange, and so. Um, they're like, Catherine, do you want to sing it? <laughs> the whole like, thing? The whole thing. Like everybody? Like not just Tosca's part, but like Scarpia? Well, I and... could have, but I, I only sang Tosca's part, but okay. I did. I sang all of Tosca by myself on the stage, alone. with the orchestra in the pit, alone. And uh, behind me, what's even more fun, is that the set wasn't completed. And, cool. and the lighting designer. So they're building They're working wire. behind me. There's like. Yeah, so did you get a video of this? Yes, I do. I have oh, video. Fantastic. I have photos. It's hilarious. Fantastic. But there's like a light, you know, ladder. Actually, VC Darte, when I was singing it, they. Oh, oh, this is the uh, romantic ish ballad from Act Two where life is art. Yes. 
It really gave extra meaning to that area. <laughs> I'm just know? showing off what little I retained. <laughs> for, or I retained quite a bit from Tosca because we were we did we the, did the co-hosting. we did the co-hosting for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good time. It was a good time. Oh wow, good. Yeah, it was fun. Well, that's great. Uh, I'm, I, I'm fascinated by that behind-the-scenes theater stuff, you know, because even if um, with my wife and I went to see a, a musical at Catholic High School, their new theater. But still, opera is still musical theater. Yeah. You know, and they're doing the music, man, but they have some a lot of the same issues you're going to have to have, where how do you get in a brand new theater that just barely got finished being built a week before opening night? Right. Right? That's and crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, can you, yeah, that's, that is something. Yeah. You know, UT Opera Theater lent um, the music man some costumes. They did, and they looked good, too. Oh, good. Uh, they got some from Clarence Brown, some from UT Opera Theater, and... Nice. Um, uh, maybe some from Oak Ridge Playhouse because they had um, in fact there's more show I'll, I'll mention it because they have shows this weekend there's uh, shows on Friday and Saturday Friday night Saturday afternoon Saturday night three shows left and they had a bunch of kids like you know third fourth graders from the elementary schools from yeah. the Catholic elementary schools come and play the children in mm. River City mm. And my friend Kristen Farley, who used to be on TV, her daughter was marrying the librarian. Nice. Um, and did a great job. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good little, was little it good? production. Yeah, yeah, we were thinking about going. Well, it's I just told you when it is, so whatever I said before. <laughs> Perfect. I'll have to go back and listen. Friday so night, Saturday afternoon, and Saturday night. <laughs> I think James knows. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can recognize yeah, the costumes yeah. and point them out exactly, to us. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So this is um, a big deal that you're back in town now, and you made it back by the skin of your teeth. Um, to in time s- to sing at the Rossini Festival. But you had a backup plan if you didn't make it. I did, you know, but I was presented the opportunity as if it was for Marvel City Opera to perform, only to, to find out after inviting people to perform for Marvel City Opera that it was supposed to be a solo as yeah, Catherine Frady. But, so. the, but also, you're the only vocalist on that stage all day, right? Wasn't it all instrumental except for you? Yeah. So yeah, yeah so something was something, something was, was off in the schedule yeah. anyway. So what difference does it make? It doesn't. Yeah. But I was so glad that I had my friends there to to help me out because driving for twelve hours the day before, and after singing Tosca the night before that with full orchestra, driving yeah. twelve hours, then getting to the Rossini Festival, having a full fifty minutes time slot to fill. Mm. It was great to have four of my friends there to fill in for me. That's good. Yeah. Well, you know, having friends is good. You should have, a, you can do your own show, Freddie and Friends. Yeah, it was, the Freddie and Friends. <laughs> it's actually how I asked them to put it down, and Don Townsend sent me a uh, a listing of what it was going to be. It was Catherine, Freddie, and Friends, and I was like, ta-da! You know? <laughs> or today um today yeah. You know, if you were there, I was going to actually see if you wanted to come up on stage, too. <laughs> But no, I well, I can't sing. But yeah. if you had, I I, I'm a, I used to go to the Rossini Festival because I had something to do. I oh. think we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like going to places when I have a task, yeah, a thing to do. Um, it's hard for me to go sit in the audience at, at the Music Man and just sit there. Yeah. You know, I'm schmoozing with friends in the other in the audience, sure. but I'm really just sitting there. Um, and I was like, okay, but I, I like it's. I mean, that's different than a, a festival feels like I should be doing something. Yeah. You know, a theater production, I can understand. I sit in a chair and I, I sit. Yeah. But I'm sure they would have put you to work if you really wanted to do something. Yeah, I could have wanted. <laughs> I, I know, I know. But instead, I was out there sweating and uh, doing gardening all day. Okay. And we had a fundraiser at Jerry's job that night. Yeah. Which I think um, we were supposed to be there at 6. 
Oh, that would have been tight and close. In 80s costumes. Yeah. Uh, but at five-something, Jerry comes in and hollers out to me, and I'm in the yard, and I've got back pain, and I'm sweating, and I've, I've been putting the figs in the ground. All those fig plants that I started growing in February. Yeah. I was putting them in the ground all day Saturday during nice. the Rossini Festival. And I really thought I overdid it. I have to go to the chiropractor now and see if they can undo my whatever I did. But... Um, and she's like, you better get ready. We're going to be late. Oh, my God. <laughs> get in your costume now. Oh, and, you... I, and I had the worst costume. I, didn't even, I just had a uh, like a polo shirt or a, you know, with a button-down shirt over it. Because I remembered in the 80s, that's what my that's classmates what wore. wore. Yeah. You know, I thought, well, that seems familiar. But you get there, and it's all these people wearing these ridiculous Halloween costumes that are so over, over the, top. the top with the uh, neon and the wigs. And the it, it's, you know, having lived through the 80s, you walk into this, you'd be like, it's bizarro world. You you would think, if you were in the 80s and you time traveled like Marty McFly, <laughs> you would think you were in the, not the 2020s, but the, tw- you know, you would right. think these people are representing the future, future. not the, not not the, the era that you came from. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. It was bizarre. You know, I met one of your friends at the Rosini Festival, though. Oh. I don't what? remember. I'm sorry. Her name, she was friends with Noelle Harb also, and she came and talked to me afterwards and said that she, I think she watches our show because oh. she heard from you that I was performing and she came to see me. Well, I also, um, I don't know, I also hyped you on the radio. Oh, okay. Uh, so what I did. All right. <laughs> well, I definitely had some fans out there. It was a great time. Well, I, I pretended on the radio basically that you were the headliner of the Racine Festival. <laughs> no, you didn't. And made it sound like, oh yeah, um, like I want you to, the stages, I described the exact location of the stage yeah. at Market Square over yeah. by Cafe Four and nice. Petro's. I said four o'clock is when Freddie goes on. And I made it sound like you were the only person performing. That's hilarious. By, and not by by omission, by just saying the Racine Festival is happening, here's where you go, and here's what time it is. <laughs> oh my gosh, well I did have a good crowd out there. I mean. Well you had a great location. You were in the really? same, yeah. you were in the exact same spot where I used to be. When I worked for a radio station that sponsored the Rossini Festival, okay. we uh, lucked into that same piece of real estate, and we liked it so much that all five years we were there, we hung on to it. In fact, there's a picture, there's a picture of, us of you and me spot. and your yeah. husband James standing on that exact spot, yeah. and I've got the radio gear on, the tent and the van, and all yeah. the all the you know accoutrement. But yeah. Knoxville Opera did away with the radio sponsorship. Even before the pandemic. Oh, wow. They had already, you know, I got uh, taken out to uh, dinner and broken up with. Oh, over at dinner. Yes, broken oh. up with over at dinner saying, we no, longer, we no longer want you as our radio sponsor. Be like, you could have just emailed or called. <laughs> well, they wanted, or just not called. They want, well, they wanted to let me down easy and say, we're going, we're getting rid of, we're not doing to do traditional old-timey radio anymore. We're just going to do all digital. Uh, like, well. Right. In fact, well, you're time, digital now. Right? I know now. So, hello. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and now you can run ads. You know who else runs ads on this show? Who? Would you believe Steve's Tree Service? Steve's Tree Service. I would believe it. And um, did you notice, as you drove up today to the podcast Ponderosa... All the trees are gone. Well, not all. Well, but some massive trees massive are gone. Massive trees, yeah. And as I recall, um, Captain, you had asked me Uh-oh. for a, a tree cookie from Steve's Tree Service. <gasps> yes! Now, uh, This is amazing. That's a pretty good one, right? Yeah. Uh, that's from one of the limbs. I didn't know what I size like. you'd wanted. Uh, Can I turn this Steve's. into a cutting board? You can do whatever you want with it. But see, I had this. This one. <laughs> this one's a little bigger. <laughs> but I think that one's that one's better. Well, I um, like this one too. This okay. one's thinner. But they're all split. Well, I like split thinner on one end. 
That gives it character. But if you think, yeah, if you can do something with that, it's like Pac-Man. But, you know, as you know, these trees were pretty big. That is pretty cool. Thanks, Frank. Um, so I thought maybe... <laughs> Maybe you'd want another one. Comedy happens in threes. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay, well, we'll just do the rest we of the We can't see you. Steve's tree service. Um, look at the mess I've made, but go ahead and put... Made a mess. I guess I'll put it back on my set. <laughs> okay, goodness. So they did a fun <sighs> job. Uh, in fact, they're so busy with work... Um, it took a, you know, it took a, uh, some scheduling time. In fact, they came for the estimate, I think, maybe while you were still in town and we weren't able to get on the schedule for, uh, for mid-April. And uh, Next Door Neighbor Nancy was so oh. impressed with their work that she um, is hiring them to cut down another tree, or I'm not sure, there's four trees that are on our shared property line. Yeah. And Nancy says she'd love to get rid of all of them, but I'm not sure of how many are coming down. One, depends on the money. One, two, three, or all four. So we'll wow. find out. That'll be the next... The next excitement. Yeah. And while Renee and the crew are out there, you know, they have the tree climbers, obviously, are up there slicing these giant... Yeah, you sent me a video. ...dying um, maple trees, you know, into pieces. Uh, the neighbors are just driving by and walking by. She booked, um, in addition to Nancy, two more jobs on top of that. That's so a total awesome. of three <laughs> jobs on my street. That's awesome. <laughs> so if you need some trees cut down, you need to call them soon. So you yeah. get on that schedule. Yeah, call uh, Renee and Steve and get an estimate. They'll give you a fair price. They did, I mean, I pay for this, you know, when they come yeah. because it's, they got to be paying the workers and they got it, but they do get a fair price uh, for all the neighbors. In fact, um, I'll give you the phone number in a second, but also it's on the screen. The, um, I saved a little money on, uh, I don't know what you would call it, but you have to get rid of all the garbage. You know, they, okay. they're great yeah, at cleaning yeah. up. You know, say they have, they bring a trailer in and they spend all this time picking up all the wood and the pieces and uh, carting it off. Well, my neighbor across the street and the lady, the school bus driver down the street who wanted to hire them to cut a, mm -hmm. a tree, um, both asked if they could have some of the lumber. Nice. So we gave them the lumber for free, and guess what? My uh, disposal charge went down. Because they didn't have to dispose it. Boom. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and, and nice neighbors uh, across the street, you know. They get to build a fire. Foxy lady and her husband yeah. uh, across the street. That's a, you have to look that one up. She dressed as a fox for Halloween, so that's yeah. not my fault for calling her a foxy lady. It's not his fault that he called her a foxy lady. <laughs> because she was dressed as a fox for Halloween. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> I just want to repeat, it's not his fault <laughs> for the words that came out of his mouth. <laughs> she chose the costume. It was, uh, it was, she was uh, a night. Yeah. Uh, I'm and, just like, let's, let's, let's pass that conversation uh, pretty quickly now. Her okay. whole family just <laughs> nocturnal creatures. So uh, they got some, they got some lumber out of the deal. Uh, call Steve and Renee at 865-257-6214, and we thank them for all their support over the years. Steve's Tree Service. Yeah. That's great. I'll give them a toast. They did a great job. Yes. Well, you know what, Frank? Look at the mess I've made. I also have show and tell. Oh, really? Because, yeah. I mean, you did make a mess here. Well, that's, I didn't know that there was... That's all right. See, these I'll trees had, had like, lichens and, and uh, mistletoe on them, and I didn't... I, <laughs> I, this that's is the right. first I brought those into the house. They've been outside. That's all right. You have show and tell. I do. So, when I was driving for 12 hours, mm. it's a long drive, I had my little dog with me, so uh, we had to stop quite a lot. Just you? No, your husband was staying back in Florida for he longer? He was staying back in Florida, Okay. Yeah. 
So, um, first I came to this place called the Magnolia Plantation. Have you ever heard of the Magnolia Plantation? No. Well, there were signs for it on the side of the road, like, it's Sea Rock City. Oh. You know, so I'm thinking, like, well, maybe it's kind of a good place to stop. She's in, this is in uh, Florida? It's in Georgia. Georgia. Pretty close to, it's like in South Georgia. Oh, is it a sweet magnolia? <laughs> it's a sweet little magnolia. That's a movie. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, think I have. You have it? Well, I mean, oh, yeah. I've walked through the room while I was on. Okay. <laughs> it's a tearjerker. I need those yeah, tissues for that one. I don't like tearjerkers. Okay. So yeah. you go to Sweet Magnolia. No, you go to, magnolia. it's not called that. It's called Magnolia Farm. Magnolia Plantation. Magnolia Plantation. So close. And it's really just... A gas station. Oh, come on. Is it like south of the border? Well, I do have some photos. Okay. It's it's actually cute. I mean, this is the building. Okay. So, so we can, if you email that or, or zap that to me, yeah. I can put it on the full screen. All right. So that's... That's the that's the back of the plantation. It looks like a plantation. Right. Yes. So, and you know, we've got this, look at the beautiful sky and everything. Okay. There's a gas station there. On the inside, they have a whole bunch of chatskis. Yeah. You know, like... And um, I thought Mo had some friends there. Oh, look at this. They're, they're like ceramic tortoises. <laughs> ceramic tortoises, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, and those look like, uh, like similar to eastern box turtles. Uh, yeah. Some of them look very much like Mo. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, they're, they're very much like Mo. Um, Where is Mo? There he is back there. Yeah, I miss Mo. So, um, but it's not like your typical gas station store where you have like you know chips or okay you know sodas well, if and it's this a, and that. more of a travel stop you might have like the old stuckies was known for the nut logs and right other you know other you know, unusual food items exactly they had like you know the yeah. pecans and yeah. the nuts and they had all of the especially in georgia no yeah. fruits preserves <gasps> peaches peaches they had salsas they had jams, they had jellies. Oh, a brown pepper bag, everyone. And they had fig preserve. Oh, so I brought you a little gift. <gasps> this is fantastic. Figs, okay. cane sugar, petric, pe pectin, citric acid, and lemon juice concentrate. These are all the correct ingredients. <laughs> you know? This is how you make it. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Catherine. You're welcome. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, look I, at that. I know you've been having some, some fig issues. Well, I do love the figs. Yeah. Um, in such a way, and I'll tell you a little fig story, if I may. Yeah. Um, I mentioned back in uh, February that I had done a bunch of fig cuttings, and you saw them. In fact, in one of the episodes, I had them on the on the plant table behind us. I had the brown turkey, which grows like weeds. Apparently, I'm very good at growing brown turkey figs. <laughs> um, Celeste, I'm getting better at growing these Celeste figs, and by pruning it back, the, the old Celeste plant, which has been done nothing for years, has started to grow faster. Great. And next door neighbor Nancy had given me a cutting of what she called a Magnolia or Madonna or Brunswick fig. Okay. There's, there's multiple names. I think Brunswick is the most, but people also call it the Magnolia fig. Interesting. So I'm trying to grow some of those, right? Nice. Well, that's, of course, obviously I'm never satisfied because I go to the store to buy earth and uh, tree plant, tree pots, I guess, and all the things to, to make those live. And I mentioned that on Saturday I was out there busting my back, uh, putting them in the ground. And I'll have to take you for a tour of Fig Row so you can see how Fig Row is becoming Fig Forest. Oh, one of these days we have to take everyone for a tour. What's <laughs> I mean, it's ugly because I'm constantly pulling up kudzu roots right. out of the ground. So it's the... My idea is just turn it into an orchard and then it doesn't really matter. It doesn't have to look like a nice lawn. Right. I'm just going to plant fig trees everywhere. Well, 
I am at the store buying these supplies, and I spot a thing that says Chicago Hardy Fig. What? And it's in a box. And I thought, oh, this, how could this be? I've heard about Chicago Hardy. Yeah. I've heard it, it could grow it in Chicago. It's, you know, things don't normally survive winter unless you take precautions. But this one has been bred to be tough. So Resilient. So I'm, and this it, might and, be my favorite and, fig then. And inside was a white uh, plastic bag and it was zip tied uh, or twist tied shut. And it says, you know, um, soak plant in water, you know, put it in the, put it in the ground right away and, and get, the, get it in the light and get it in the things. Well, at this point in the year, I thought, well, I'm going to risk, not risk losing it to a frost or anything. It's still a little baby. I'm going to plant it in a pot and it comes out and it looks dead. Oh no. It looks like a dead twig and a, and a very weak root. I thought, well, that's unusual, but I paid nine ninety eight for it, so I'll try to grow it. And of course, nothing happens. Right. One week goes by, two weeks go by, three weeks go by. It's just dead, and I'm I'm not happy about this, because you know I, I should have realized as soon as I looked at it that I now at this point in my life know enough to recognize a dead fig when I see it. Right. One. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it was it was dead. So I thought, well, I had some other business over that away and to go drop off a check at one of these various home repair places that we've been utilizing. And I thought, well, I'm gonna be going right past the store, past Lowe's. I am gonna bring the dead <laughs> fig back to the store. Fig to the store. There was a sign <laughs> that said, we guarantee our plants. You know? okay. But yeah. I assume they meant the live ones, because you can buy sure. you know, live brown turkeys they for $16, right. which puts an idea in my head. Right. I can start selling brown, yeah, brown, brown turkeys for sixteen, but I could, I, yeah. I could have sold it to her for fourteen. <laughs> Damn you! That's right. See, <laughs> Frank's fig service. <laughs> so you can also find that at www.frankandfriendshow.com. <laughs> I, I, you know what? Uh, on my way out of the store, I ran into my friend Mary, and um, she was asking about the figs, and I, I said, "Well, you know," I told her about this other guy from church whose name mm -hmm. is Frank who got me started on fig growing. Okay. And my name is Frank. And I said, and Mary, your husband's name is Frank, therefore you have to grow figs. And they're very, very devout. And I said, plus Jesus liked figs. Oh, I guess <laughs> you're right. Well, we I, do I guess we have to. I figs. said, Jesus cursed the fig tree that was barren. <laughs> anyway, um, so I go to the store and I'm explaining to the lady. And she wants to know, well, how did you pay for it? Do you have a receipt? i well, we paid Somewhere. for it. Yeah. I said, I pay for it with Kroger gift card. I mean, gift cards sure. that I bought at Kroger so I could get gas points. Um, and then we paid the extra 3 or $4, whatever, on one of Jerry's credit cards, which I don't have. Right. So I'm going through, I'm like, oh, no, how am I going to get my nine ninety eight back for the dead fig? Yeah. And so finally, she, we went through all these different options, and she gave me a store credit, a gift card store credit for the nine ninety eight. You know, you could have just started throwing tables over, you know, when Jesus got mad, he threw tables. All right. So you could have just been upset. How dare you? Start throwing tables. <laughs> Sell things in this store. Give <laughs> you, me my money. You merchants. <laughs> but she figured it out, and she gave me that store credit. Okay. So then I'm thinking, now I'm just going to go buy chlorine, which is why I was really there anyway, is to buy chlorine. That's not going to help you But I go with your figs. No, that would kill the figs. This yeah. is a pool. But they also <laughs> sell all these things. You know, it's Lowe's. It's a big box store. And uh, But I look around, and I see a couple more of these boxes on the oh, shelf. You can't resist, can you? And I think, oh, man. But it was so dead. So I, I, I see they've got like three or four left. Uh -huh. And I, I take the first one, and I undo the twist time. I look at it, and I say, dead. And I tie it back up. The second one, dead. 
I'm no. Like, so I'm like, this is, I'm not going to, I'm done, but I have to look at the next one, don't sure. I? Sure, yeah. Open it up, and there's this tiny, tiny little green leaf. And, and it's alive. Inside a, a, yeah, just trying, trying to grow, and oh. trying to burst out of this plastic yeah. bag. Yeah. And I thought, oh. Oh, you poor little green leaf. Poor little thing. <laughs> so I bought it. I bought it with the store credit from the one I returned, and I bought That's it. That's good. And I got it home. I just did, this is all just brand new news. This is just happened right. yesterday. And um, when I take it out of the bag and I go to put it in the same pot where the dead fig had been, mm. you, know, you pull out the dead fig and there's like this tiniest little like thread, you know, like, uh, yeah. like a sewing thread. That's how, that's how much of a root there was. Yeah. Well, this other one, I take it out and there's a normal amount of roots growing to the edge right. of the, the dirt ball. And I'm thinking now maybe I'm optimistic that I might be able to get some of these delicious Chicago Hardies in three or four years. That's about how long it takes. Okay. Well, that's exciting. So mark that down. Three years from now, when... <laughs> May 1st, 2025. Yeah, if I'm even still alive. That's a long time away. <laughs> 2025. But, so that's been an excitement in uh, Figland. And then uh, when I also got home, I pruned a few more twigs off of one of the brown turkeys to um, grow it for Mary and her husband, Frank. Nice. So if I ever see them again, um, I'll say, I've been, I started a fig plant for you. Nice. You know? Yeah. I would do that for you, too, if you ever want, I mean, or if you want one. But. If I wanted a fig plant, I'll have to think about that. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know if I'm really good at keeping things alive, so. <laughs> well, if you find the right place for it, with yeah. enough sun and not too much water, just, the, you know, enough, enough sun and a little bit of protection from the, the winter, um, they, they, they do seem to grow resilient. like weeds, these yeah. ones. I mean, once you get the right kind. Yeah. There's tropical ones that you'd, would die in this environment, but there's a few species of figs that are bred to live here. That's great. Um. And also, while I was being so generous with the figs, my next-door neighbor, who's from Turkey, I told him, I, he hates his lawn, he hates everything about his lawn, I said, you know you should get fig trees, because you, you don't have to mow under them, you don't have to do anything under them, Right. The, everything dies under Underneath them, because it's, it's all dark under there, it's all shade. You know, they, uh, so I told him I, I would put a fig tree in his yard, and I went over there, and I had to own up, I had to fess up, that um, when I'm putting this rooted cutting I'm, I'm digging the hole I'm doing everything for him because he's like saying they're like I don't know what to do like well you dig a hole and then what then <laughs> that's and then I said I put the thing I said put it in the hole said, that's all you have to do <laughs> <laughs> well maybe you can come do this for me that sounds good <laughs> just, I just dumped it in there I mean I guess we can go walk over and see if it's still alive I'm assuming it's still alive I did this on yeah. on Saturday okay. when I was breaking my back while you were at the Rossini Festival yeah, well. I'm, I'm putting a fig in neighbor's yard but I had to fess up that uh, back in uh, March, I had snuck. I had so many cuttings, mm -hmm. so many extra cuttings as I was pruning that I was just sticking them every which way around the yard. Did I tell you this? Yeah. That I hid some. Jerry doesn't even know that I've hid some in places on our property where she said, you can't grow any more fig trees in that part of the yard. Wow. But I hid. You hid them anyway. I planted them anyway because I thought, well, chances are. That I mean, they're not going to grow. Right. One of, of all of these, of these 20, 30, whatever I stuck in the ground, right. you know, one or two might, might grow. And if that's the, I can deal with that. Right. I'll dig it up and I'll move it to the fig forest. Right. But I also hid some in Ted's property. <laughs> I had to say, you know, I, I hid some, and he says, oh, where are they? And I'm, You're like, I don't know. I'm looking around where I thought I put them. I'm like... Uh, here's you need one. like a fig detector. Yeah, I found you know. one. I found one. Did right? you? So I said, here it is. I didn't tell him that I put 12 in there. <laughs> I found one. Well, Frank. I know. I mean, there might be a fig problem over here. 
Uh, Sixth my, fascination. <laughs> my uh, my friend Bean, I think he what did he text me that I'm the fig whisperer yep. or something. I think I'll have to find out exactly what he said because it was funny. Something about yeah, I'm Being the fig whisperer. Trying to explain. Um, yeah, you, a fig master. There you go. That's just as bad, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> but you kind of are. I think we need a whole section for it on the website. Okay, Frank's figs. Yeah. Well, why not? Yeah. Uh, well, it's great having you back. I know there's so many more stories to tell. I'm glad I got to tell some of my fig stories, but you've got more road stories. I do, and I, I want to talk about your friends. Oh, my friends. Uh, yeah, your friends. As in Frank and Friends. Yeah. <laughs> Show.com. Well, which is where you can get our merchandise, such as uh, coffee These mugs. Lovely mugs and pint glasses and... All the things. All the, things. Uh, the beach towels. Should I show that again? Or no, beach towels. And there's t-shirts on there. It's, yeah, but it's, uh, the beach towel, I tossed it too far away and then a <laughs> giant log or a giant tree cookie in the way of it. Um, <laughs> but you can get all of those things and we appreciate it. And if you do uh, enjoy listening to us audio-wise, like you did, you binge audioed, right? I on, did. On the way home yeah. instead of videoed. Yeah. Uh, you can find our podcast and thousands of other podcasts and audiobooks and unique content on Audible when you go to audibletrial.com slash show. You can try it out for 30 days absolutely free and during that 30-day period they'll give you a credit for a download and you download that mp3 onto your device and it's yours. Forever. Re yeah, regardless of whether you continue with Audible or not, but obviously they're doing it because they know you'll continue. Uh, yeah, and um, who was one of the friends was here um, who's a big Audible user, and I think it was Sarah. Sarah, I think it was. Okay, uh, so she and she, now we all know how good it is. You can listen to it on all the different devices. It saves your place from your phone to your Alexa to your Fire tablet to your thing. Yeah, saves it like with a bookmark. Yeah, it's real yeah. cool. So audibletrial.com/slash/frankandfriends/show. I didn't even mention Happy Cinco de Mayo. Time for some tequila. Uh, we are supposed to go to a tequila party tonight. Yeah, so that'd be I, fun. We got invited, that'd be good. so I'm excited about yes. that. So I'll have to fill you in on that next week <laughs> when uh, the Frady returns. <laughs> this is the Frank and Friends Show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. I'll say it again. I'm Catherine Frady. Yes. Frady and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you again next time.